Hello and welcome back to Podcast 27. I'm your host, Haley, and we are now on season two of Podcast 27. So I fell off of the wagon a bit on recording episodes and putting content out. And I just want to put it out there that I started podcasting because I love listening to shows. And I thought it would be fun to start one myself. And I never had any intentions on getting to be well-known or make money off of doing a podcast. And that's really all it is for me is just doing something I enjoy. And so for me, when I see people talk about having a more successful podcast with consistency or, you know, going above and beyond with all of this stuff, I'm not really in a place where I want to commit to that, I guess. I would love one day maybe to have like merch or to have a bunch of listeners and, you know, reach out to a huge audience, but I'm just here doing it for fun. And I love that my podcast friends ask about episodes. Tim McCarthy is one of those people that will reach out to me and be like, when is a new episode coming out? You got to get new shows out. You got to get new episodes out. And I'm like, I know. I know I have to do that. I know. <laughs> I'm going to I'm gonna do it. I'm going to do it. And then months go by and I've maybe released like one a month. But here we are. We're doing it. We're back on track. I appreciate all of the support and the push that I get from people. Um between Tim and Chicago Tony V and Pixie and so many other people. I'm like, you know what? I'm getting there. I'm going to do it. We're here and we're ready for a new season. So my vision going forward for the podcast is to definitely record consistently and put episodes out every week, but I'm not really trying to do anything more than that at the moment. I feel like with the first group of episodes, it was like a training period. And now I'm on schedule for new topics and new collaborations with other hosts of other podcasts. And the idea of starting over with a fresh season just comes from a place of me wanting to start new with the month of November. November is my birthday month. The show is called Podcast 27 because I started it when I was 27. I'm still 27. I turned 28 this month. I figure I'll restart seasons in November, around November, because that's to me, that's like my new year. Instead of December 31st, I just do a little revamp of myself and my goals around my birthday. And this is one of those projects that I would like to revamp. So with all that being said, thank you to all of my Twitter podcast friends who have supported me despite me not having many episodes to support and who still hype me up and interact with me on Twitter. Everyone's so cool and so nice. And I love that community. It's always like, there's always something on there and I love it. I love uh, seeing everyone's new episodes and uh, getting to listen to what everyone is doing and what everyone's up to. And hopefully I can uh, become a part of that more consistently. So with that being said, here we are. We made it past Halloween. I hope everyone had a fun, safe holiday weekend for Halloween. Go Braves. We won the World Series. I'm from Kennesaw, Georgia. For anyone that's listening new for this season, I'm from Kennesaw, Georgia, um, which is 
very close to Atlanta. I'm a Braves fan. Love that we were able to pull that off. Um, <laughs> yeah, hope you guys enjoyed all of that stuff. If you're baseball fans, we got past Halloween. We're doing the whole thing. So I feel like now we're just preparing for the end of the year. It'll probably fly by just like this entire year did, right? Like we blinked and it was 2021 and now the year's almost over. It's crazy. So for, <laughs> for today's episode, I'm going to get into the concept of what people call dry November or no alcohol November. I see a lot of people do this off and on during different months, but especially after Halloween as a way of detoxing and preparing for the end of the year celebrations that are going to be had. You take the month to just give up alcohol, whether you're a heavy social drinker or someone that drinks on the weekends. And a lot of people can do this really easily. But for me, I feel like I'm conditioned to drink in social settings. My job allows me to drink at work under the condition that I have to breathalyze at the end of the night and I have to have a certain number on the machine in order to even get my keys and drive home, which is great. But drinking at work makes me work a little bit easier. It makes it a little bit easier for me to not be as nervous or high strung during my shift. And when I'm working a lot and drinking a lot, it's difficult for me to maintain a healthy lifestyle consuming so much alcohol. And it tends to add up a lot quicker than I realized. And once I sat down and I used, I use an app to tally up the drinks that I have at work or at home. I knew dry November would be the perfect time for me to do a little bit of a reset. In the past, I've tried to quit cold turkey or limit myself. And I always find some sort of excuse to celebrate or have a couple drinks with friends or whatever. But when I got to the point of sitting at home alone because I was bored or lonely or depressed or anxious or, you know, having any reason to sit in my feelings, I knew I needed a break. And so I'm going to be taking it day by day and see how this month goes. And I'm not trying to just wipe out alcohol completely. I just want to uh, cut my alcohol consumption down significantly. So while doing some research on the average consumption of alcohol between men and women, I came across a lot of articles showing that during the pandemic, women increased their alcohol intake significantly, which led me down a rabbit hole of other articles discussing how marketing alcohol beverages for women has changed so much in a short amount of time. If you think like pink drinks and mommy juice, which is wine, um, low calorie seltzers, alcoholic popsicles, the amount of new seltzers alone that I've seen come out in the past year has been wild. Like all the fruity flavors. There's like White Claw has, I think they're on the third wave of new fruity flavors. There's so much marketing geared towards the perfect drinks for happy hours or bachelorette parties, girls night ends, all of that stuff. The more I was Googling the marketing of alcoholic beverages between men and women, um, the more I realized how influenced I am by the marketing towards 
women. And if you, if you go yourself and you Google it and research it, it's, um, it's pretty interesting. I didn't realize, you know, how, uh, how deep, I guess the marketing culture, whatever, uh, gets into the whole thing. So in the past two decades, women died of alcoholic liver disease on average two to three years earlier than men, even though they generally had a longer life expectancy. And during the pandemic, women have experienced a 41% increase in heavy drinking episodes. The CDC defines uh, binge drinking for women as four or more drinks over a two-hour period. I believe the number of drinks that's considered an average number for heavy drinking for women is seven drinks a week, while for men it's 14, so it's double for men. Excessive alcohol use is responsible for 95,000 deaths in the United States each year, including one in 10 total deaths among working age adults. That's a lot of people. And I don't think that we think about that when we're drinking, I guess. Like, I feel like most people that I know handle their drinking pretty well. There's people that have alcoholics in their family or addiction issues in their family that know their limits and stuff. But you know, sometimes we don't think about those things and sometimes we don't recognize when we have an issue or a problem with drinking or any vice that we have. And we know that heavy alcohol consumption does a ton of damage to the body and can lead to things like high blood pressure, heart disease, liver damage, cancer. It's terrible for your mental and physical health overall. But I think because drinking is so normalized, those that drink heavier than they realize don't think about how they can be affected by those things in the long run. And between social gatherings, holiday parties, family get-togethers, celebrations, events centered around drinking, it's not the first thing that we're going to think about when we start partying for the night or when we go to an event or when we're even just sitting down with friends and having a couple of drinks and it turns into a little bit more and for some people, they do those things so regularly that by the end of the week, they're consuming so much alcohol. And in a month, you know, it's considered an issue. And even if we don't realize that, we kind of have to sit in our thoughts and think about like, do I have an issue? Do I need to cut back on, you know, my habits? The benefits that come from even just taking a break from drinking, you know, include better sleep, liver repair healthier skin, weight loss, better mental health, better physical health overall, improved immunity. The list goes on. There's so much that comes with even just taking a break from it for a little bit if you're not going to cut it out completely. And for now, I'm not looking to cut it out completely. I'm just looking to, you know, cut back. So I'm aware of my intake. I'm aware that I need to cut back. Um, but I. I look at these facts and statistics and I try to use them as motivation to cut back a little bit. So, um, and I know that people that are listening to this episode could very well be like, well, that's your problem. That's not mine. And that's totally fine. I get it. I'm not here to tell people to quit drinking by any means. I just wanted to kind of bring it to light. Um, you know, the month of November, let's try this dry month 
thing and see how it goes and let's talk about it. Some of my friends are cutting back this month or quitting for a little bit. I'm just interested in the sober curious community in general. And the term sober curious is used a lot for those who are thinking more consciously about their drinking patterns and behaviors and want to explore a lifestyle not so surrounded by alcohol, maybe not ready to commit to quitting entirely, but are questioning their ways and want to cut back or engage in activities with other individuals who are also sober curious. I know for me, when I'm drinking, I already have, you know, you guys know mental illness. Um, It definitely amplifies the issues that I have already. And so I know, I know what I'm doing to myself. I know what I'm doing when I'm drinking. I know that it makes it worse, but it's just something that, that I like to do when I'm with friends or when I'm at work. And, um, I'm trying to become more conscious of how it affects me in that way. And I've been following accounts on Instagram, on TikTok for a while that are dedicated to sobriety or the sober curious lifestyle. And the community is huge. The Instagram account, Sober Girl Society, they often post about finding a pen pal or they host events for meetups and stuff that works a ton for those that need an accountability partner. The creator of Sober Girl Society, her name is Millie Gooch, and she has books and programs that you can follow along with. She's been on podcasts to talk about it. So if doing the dry November challenge is something that you're interested in, or even if you're just interested in cutting back or maybe eventually ditching alcohol completely, there's great resources out there for you to use uh, to get your journey started. I plan on using this month to replace drinking at home with other activities that I don't do as much like exercising. I get a decent amount of physical activity in at work and at home with my dog, but I'm looking to do more fun physical activities that I probably wouldn't do at home when I'm exhausted after work or when I've been sitting on the couch watching Netflix and having some drinks. Learning more pole work is something that I want to get into. I have a pole at home that I like to exercise on and learn more moves on. Getting outside for runs as opposed to staying inside. I play with my dog outside a lot and she loves to play with the frisbee and her balls and stuff. But going on walks more than what we already commit to is something that I want to try. Um, actually making myself go to the gym instead of using the weights that I have at home. Cause I have just these like eight pound weights at home. And I'm like, I know I could be lifting more than that. If I just, if I went to the gym and made myself do it and wasn't so nervous when I get to the gym or doing some yoga classes with my friend. I also want to start cooking a lot more. I do it every once in a while when Drew is home, but when he's out of town for work, I make more quick meals than anything. I don't really cook for myself. I always hated cooking for myself, but I want to try some new recipes and maybe meal prep better than what I was doing in the past. I have some books that I also want to finish too. And I want to be a little bit more focused at work. So cutting out drinking at work would help a ton with that. And even though people buy me drinks at work, I feel like I'll save a good bit of money by not buying drinks outside of work. I really don't spend that much money on alcohol, but it, you know, 
every penny counts when you're trying to save money. Um, I think what motivated me the most to do the whole dry November challenge was seeing other people's before and afters on TikTok. Not necessarily weight-wise, but just their overall mental health and other lifestyle changes that they made. TikTok is one of my favorite platforms. Once I got my For You page settled on videos geared towards what I like to see, I've been learning so much more on there, especially for mental health and physical health and recipes and whatever else. You know, cooking, workout videos, motivational videos. I love I love all of it. I know some people who only see it as a platform where teens make up dances hate it, but you have to interact and give it some time to get an algorithm going for you. And it's great after you do that once it's um, more catered towards you. So with all of that being said, I think that for the month of November, I'm just trying to limit my alcohol intake. We're going to see how the dry month goes or the semi-dry month goes. And if you're interested in participating, there's so many accounts out there, Instagram, TikTok that have uh, programs for you to follow along with. And if you're someone who likes alcohol-free drinks and want to replace your usuals with something alcohol-free this month, you should check out getgroovy.com. Groovy is spelled G-R-U-V-I. And head to their website. Check them out. They've got some great options for drinks you can order. I did a dry month a while back and ordered their dry seco and an alcohol-free IPA. And it was pretty good. This is not a paid promo. <laughs> um, I just used them once. And I feel like with the topic of today, it's something I should bring up if you're looking. I feel like a lot of places, a lot of liquor stores have alcohol-free options. There's not many when you go to a liquor store, but there's a place near me that has alcohol-free wine, alcohol-free beer. If you live in a place that doesn't have options like that, there's always stuff online. I follow this girl on TikTok that uh, she bought from this this website that's like alcohol-free spirits or something. And she mixes her drinks with this for the people that watch her that don't drink alcohol. And it tastes, uh, or she says it tastes pretty similar to the drinks that she makes with alcohol. So, um, you know, and even if you're not into doing the whole dry November thing, if you're someone that can control your alcohol pretty well, hell yeah. Good for you. Keep doing your thing. That's awesome. I am. I'm not one of those people. I unfortunately get pretty caught up in drinking a good bit. Um, so that's why I'm trying to cut things out. And I figured I'd do a little welcome to November. Let's do the podcast on it. But yeah, for the next small topic before we wrap up this episode, I just wanted to thank someone on my, I guess it's called Tell on them page. I don't know. I, I have the link for it for people to submit new topics or questions or whatever. But this person wrote in and they said, Hey babe, been listening to your podcast for a bit and also follow you on TikTok. And I'd love if you could talk about all of your talents on your show because you are incredibly diverse and I want to know how you have developed so many talents. Also, if you could sing a little bit of brand new key, if you have time, I would absolutely fangirl. LOL, love you. 
oh my god don't make me sing don't make me sing that's so nice i am too shy to sing on the podcast i only sing uh when i'm feeling pretty groovy if you know what i mean um that's so sweet that's so nice yeah i don't even know i feel like i don't really have a lot of talents i sing for fun i started learning viola when I was in sixth grade. And from there I've learned a few string instruments. I learned how to play guitar. Um, I feel like when you learn one string instrument, you can pretty much learn the majority of them. And I am thankful that I have a good ear for music and I can learn things, uh, hearing, you know, melodies and stuff and being able to play it but other than that, I don't feel like I have any other talents. So for you to say that is so nice. Um, yeah, I don't know who you are, but thank you so much for listening to the show and for following me on TikTok. My TikTok now is just me just goofing off. I'm trying to do more recipe stuff on there because I love looking at recipes on TikTok. So when I cook, I'm always on TikTok looking for recipes or how other people make their food or meals or whatever. And I want to do that for other people too. But I feel so bad. I feel like I don't have any other talents. I love to write. I love to write essays. So if any of you need an essay written for school, if you're in college out there, let me know and I'll write you an essay because I love writing essays. I love writing research papers. I will write anything for you. (laughs) You don't even have to pay me. I'll just do it for free unless it gets too much then I might have to charge. But yeah, if you have any suggestions for the show, if you want to do a collaboration or an interview on your own show or on my show, please send me a message. I'm on Twitter. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Instagram. I have a link in my bio on Twitter and Instagram for all the podcast 27 links that you can be a, you know, be a part of that you can send to me and I will read it. Um, I'm always open for stuff. So just let me know. And hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode. There will be more to come. I promise I'm back on the, I'm back on the prowl. So thank you for listening to podcast 27. I'm your host Haley and I hope you guys have a great evening. Bye.